Boker Tov. <clears throat> Today's daf is daf Chof Beis in the Dorm. As we went for a four shlema for Chaya Rochel, Bas Perel, and Yom Tov Lipman Ben Dvorafei Gechayim. Number four shlema, Bar Hashem. Okay, uh, we're at the, um, yesterday we, we saw the uh, the stories with uh, being Mater Neder, and uh, we had the last story we had was at the near the top of the page where the, um, uh, the grandson of Avyanai Saba came for Avyanai Saba and he said uh, to be Matrinet, and he said, Hey, you known that they would open your books, your ledgers, and Shemayim and examine you because the Pussy says, Acher Nedarim Levaker. After you make an editor, you think you're such a big shot, you're going to keep your Nedarim, you hold yourself to be in such high esteem. You know, we're going to check you carefully. Had you known that? And he was Matrinet based on that. That's what we're up to here about the seventh line on the page on Dafchaf Beis. Even though Yanai opened up, meaning he broached the subject and he, and he uh, absolved him, he relieved him of the netter, he annulled the netter based on that. We don't use that as an opening. Why? And he's going to give some other things that we don't because we're afraid you're, you're going to scare him. It's one thing to say, how do we, poseach, how do we uh, open, make an opening for a netter? You come to the rabbi, and the rabbi said, well, you know, you made a mistake. Had you known, obviously you regret it. We're not just using the word regret. Everybody comes to the rabbi to absolve his netter. It's because he regrets what he did. He regrets what he said. But the question is, did, had you, did you realize, did you make a mistake? Did you realize at the time you could have realized it? As we'll see, you should have realized it. Uh, you, you missed something over here. Had you known that such and such was going to happen, uh, and that that would be the repercussions. Hey, oh, I should have foreseen that. And and if you uh, if you if if he says yes, I, I had I known that I wouldn't have made the netter. That's a very, that's a good pesach, but not simply that I'm going to regret it going forward. And also, it's as we'll see later on that it's not a new circumstance as arisen. Oh, circumstances changed. I was oh, I was keeping that out of them, but the lot more circumstances changed now. I couldn't have foreseen that. That's also not a good pesach. But the Gemara says, even though Rabbi Yana Isava used that as a pesach, had you known you were going to make heaven, so to speak, angry at you and examine you, we shouldn't use a pesach like that. Why? Because here we're afraid. Uh, uh, had you known that God was going to get angry? Oh, you're scaring him. You're scaring him. Maybe he'll say, yeah, I wouldn't have made the net or else he'll lie now. You have to be, the whole point is that the, the uh, rabbis have to check if he's being honest. Had you known this, I should have foreseen that I made a mistake. I should have foreseen. That's a no, good pesach. But uh, had you known God was going to get angry at you, uh, that you're scaring the guy. The guy says, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have done it, but maybe he'll lie. So therefore, we don't use those kinds of things as a Pesach. So we don't open a Pesach with saying, no, had you known God was going to start looking at your uh, actions and examine you, we don't do that. And we also don't use the following uh, the following kind of Pesach. My Pesach, my Pesach, what Pesach, what opening do Malio use for this elder man? He used the Pesach, the Pesach says, in Mishle, yesh bota b'madkei Person sometimes speaks and says words, it's like the piercing of a sword. But the uh, the uh, language of the rabbis will heal it, meaning the rabbis can uh, annul the netter. Uh, but what do you see from here? Kalabota roi If you use words like that, you're, you're, it befits you to be uh, speared with the uh, with a sword. In other words, if you if you make uh, if you speak things like it, if you say if you say in the darm el marpe, but the lashon of the chachamim, the rabbis matur neder, we don't use that because you use that lashon. You say 
did you realize that your netter is like, it makes you worthy of being pierced by the sword? That scares the guy. Maybe he'll say, yeah, I wouldn't have made such a netter, even though he really would have made it anyway. So that's not a good Pesach. So we also use another idea over here that it's more of a spiritual thing. It's nothing to do with you or the person you made the netter about or, or the object of the netter, but we're more afraid of, uh, of heaven, that uh, that the psukim seem to put you in a bad way. The Tanya of Nasan Omer, I know that if you make a netarki with Banabama, it's as if you built a private altar in the time now, like when private altars are not permitted, you build yourself an altar, you're not supposed to do that. So if you make a netar, it's like, and if you fulfill the netar, you keep the netar, meaning you don't go to, a ta- to the rabbi to be mocked the netar. You keep the netar, kilu makav carbon. That's really bad. So if you're makav carbon, so to speak, a carbon when that's chutechutz. That's what we call a carbon outside the base of Megiddo. have cars for that. So that's a terrible thing. So, uh, so that's also not something we don't we don't pesach and again. We're talking about something spiritual, not something related to the netter. But like you know, had you known that God would look at you, that it's like you're uh, you're worthy to be pierced by a sword. Uh, that's like you're being uh, bringing a carbon on Obama. All those things are things that we are are frightening, and we don't open a pesach that way because we're afraid. He won't be honest and he won't tell you the truth. So the Gemara goes on to say there's two parts of this last thing that Rav said. If you make an netter, it's if you built an altar, a private altar. And if you fulfill the netter without going, the first thing you do, after you made an netter, you should go be mater netter. And you didn't do it, but you just continue to fulfill the netter. Said, I'm going to keep with the netter. Let's take your makabra carbon. So the carbon being makabra carbon is much worse. That's called shkute chutz. Making the netter, an odor of building an altar. If you just built the altar and you didn't do anything with it, not so bad. So the Gemara says at the, at the beginning, Bereisha So you can use the Pesach to say, hey, do you know that making a netter is like building an altar? Not about being uh, fulfilling it, just build, it's like building, that's not so bad. He won't lie about that. That's not so frightening and it's not so serious. So you can use that as an opening. The Seifa, what about the Seifa being makar carbon on it, being there, a biome Pesachim says we still are Pesach there because it's not, as bad as you know, being you're worthy of being pierced by the sword, or God's going to examine you. Rabba Melopaskin, we don't use that as a pesach because that's more serious. The guy will lie about that because uh, it's like being makrubachutz. Rav Kana Masni Lahashmaita Ba'adim Lishu. That's how Rav Kana learned it the way we just said it. Rav Taviyu Masni Hachi. This is how he learned this this uh, this last phrase about Rav Nosson's halacha. Besef Lopaskin. Everybody agrees that we don't use as a pesach. Had you known that being that fulfilling your netter is like bringing a carbon bachutz outside the base of Megdash. Beresha, what about the first part? How do you know that making the netter is like building a, a uh, an altar? A bayam or paschina, you could. You could be paschina because it's not so serious and he won't lie because that rubber no paschina, we don't use it at all. So according to this last lashon, rubber says, you're not paschina at all. We don't use that as an opening. We don't broach the subject of the netter. Not by telling him had you known that making a netter would is like building an altar, that's the ratio. And had you known that uh, fulfilling the netter is like uh, is like bringing a uh, bringing a carbon on that, we don't use that as a result. We also don't use as a pesach the following thing that Shmuel says. Even if you're makayim the netter, you made the netter, you keep your word. You're a man of your word. Nikra is still a Russia. You're still a Russia. How do we see that? Amar vu my car. What do you see this in the pasuk? Pasuk says in Varum. Where is the Pasuk say in Vayikra? And this is in um this is in Varum. This is the Pasuk in Dvarum. 
where it says, and when you stop, when you stop vowing, you won't have a chay. Okay, but that means that if you keep your vows, you will have a chay. So not just having a sin, we all have sins, but we're not all Roshan. The lotion of ceasing, we have we, if you stop making a netter, if you make it, if you continue, if you're, in arm, you're, you're a bad boy, you'll have a chay. If you stop, okay, you won't have a chay. Because if awesome, it says, Sham Rishon Chadlu Rogas, their Rishon, their Rishon uh, will cease their, their, uh, uh, their, their troubling aspect, making Hashem angry, you know, the, the bad things that they do. Uh, so there we say that, um, uh, that the Lashon of, of uh, Pasuk says over there in Eob, Sham Rishon Chadlu Rogas, their Rishon, Will cease their their troubling uh, their troubling acts, but you see over there that the word chadal or chadlo is next to rishon. So we make If you stop making an error, you'll have a chet. But if you keep your thumbs arm, you will have a chet, and you will be a rasha. That's what the, that's what he says. Even though you're making your netter, you're still a chet. And as the, the pasuk says. If you make a netter, if you make an netter, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, uh, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't keep making the darb. If you stop making it, you won't have any sins. But if you make it, if you keep with your darb, you will have sins. Not only will you have sins, but the Lashon Chadol Chadol teaches me that you're also considered a Russia. So we don't open with that also. Had you known that you'd be a Russia, that you'd be called a Russia for doing that, we don't want to do that because he might lie and say, yeah, I wouldn't have made the netter, but he would have made the netter anyway. I'm going to be honest, if I'm not we see in the Bryce also, we had this before. If he's not making a netter like Shayim, rather, because Shayim, Sadiqim, don't make it a darm. If I say I'm making a netter like Rashaw, make a netter, then is a netter. Whether I said it in the Lashon of Naziris, or whether I said it as a konum, or as a carbon, as a netter, or a Rashua, if I say because Rashaw do that. So it shows you that who makes a netter, Russia. So again, you see this idea. That uh, 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 only a Russia makes an adult, makes a netter, but we don't use that as a pesach. Had you known you'd be called a Russia, no, I wouldn't have done that. You would, even though he might have made the netter anyway. So we don't use those things as pesach. Meaning spiritual matters, we don't use. That you have to look at a physical matter. Had you known, did you realize that this was going to happen? You should have realized it. It could have been anticipated. If it could have been anticipated, and you regret it, milachachila, that's a good pesach. I'm a Rav Shmuel. Yeah. Punishment for someone who makes a netter and breaks it and doesn't fulfill it. It doesn't fulfill. It. So it's a, it, if there's eight of Manasra, they warn him. So let's say a man says, I make a, this uh, loaf of bread is also to me like a carbon. Okay, I made a netter. I can't eat it. It's like a carbon. It's a netter. Now he's about to eat it and we warn him. So don't eat it. You made a netter. He eats his chayd malkus. Because he did it with an action. If he did it without an action, then there's a shayim machlokus whether you're chayv or not. And the same thing for, for a shvua. If he makes a shvua, then there's a carbon that he has to bring, right? There's a carbon that he has to bring also for violating his, his uh, shvua. We'll talk all about that as we go on. Okay. Amar of Shmuel Barnachmani Amar Yonason. Kolakoi is coming again, Shalkin Bo. Of course, these words are quoted in the Geras Ramban that many of us uh, uh, tend to read from time to time. <laughs> Whoever gets angry, uh, all kinds of Gehenim rule over him. In other words, Getting angry puts yourself in a bad state. The Pesach says, remove anger from your heart. Now we're going to see the difference between being angry and just being mocked about something, about, about being upset. 
and uh, being particular about something. We'll talk about that because the tzaddik should never get angry. It says, remove anger from your heart. If you remove anger, you'll remove evil from your flesh. Raw, evil refers to Gehenim. God does all his works for his own purposes. And the evil person, right, the villain, will get his payment on the on the day. You know, as he will eventually go to Gehenim. So raw refers to Gehenim. And it says, if you remove anger, uh, you know, you you won't have, you won't go to Gehenim. It's mashma that if you don't remove the anger, if you have anger, you will wind up in hell. He'll also he'll have abdominal problems. He'll have abdominal problems if he gets angry. Isn't it so? You know, we know that when you get angry about something, all of a sudden everything stops working, huh? You have to train yourself. You have to train yourself. You have to control yourself. You know, so in other words, it's one thing also, um, you know, there are, there, if you have this problem, <laughs> you know, you, you, there are methods that you can control, and that, that you could train yourself to grind. Some people, as we'll see, now, some people I'm saying, I want to make a difference between hakpada, being mocked about something, being particular, being upset, being very uh, fastidious in certain things that you're upset about, and anger. Also, anger means that you know, when you're angry, your whole body changes, you know, it, it upsets your whole psychology and there's ways to train yourself, like smile. It's called Xanax. Yeah, is that what it's called? Oh, Xanax. <laughs> that doesn't help. It just helps. In That's it. There are, way, there are ways to do it. You know, I, I think one of the ways is to smile. You know, studies have shown that, that the physical things that you do control the mind also, even though you don't think that way. You think the mind controls everything. But sometimes if you, like uh, the smiling releases certain entropies, you know, yeah. And, and even though you're angry, even though you're, you're upset and, and you don't want to smile, you're upset about something, but if you smile, it does certain things. And the same way a person has to learn to control oneself. That's the whole thing. The, the cost comes from the Yetzirah. Obviously we have an inclination to be upset about this, to be angry about this, to be happy about that. Those are our inclinations. We have to control ourselves. Don't don't we know it? Don't I know it? Um Hashem will give you their lave ragas, lave ragas, a trembling heart, the chilyunanayim and uh, um, uh, eyes that are weakened, the davo nefesh and a sorrowful uh, soul, a sorrowful heart. What item is it? What thing is it that uh, brings you weakness in the eyes, you know, sickness in the eyes, and um, and makes the the makes the, your mind sorrowful. When a person has abdominal pains and abdominal troubles, that weakens the whole body. You feel like you know you're not you're not yourself anymore. We had before. Remember, Rebbe's uh, maid. Uh, uh, she prayed for his death already. He was sick, and he kept going, taking his filling off, going to the bathroom putting him back on, taking him off, putting him back on. She realized he was in such star from the whole thing that that can bring all kinds of problems. So uh, anger causes abdominal pains and abdominal pains weaken the whole body, make you, you know, make your heart tremble and you make your eyes weakened and, um, and, uh, and, and make, makes your whole body, it makes you feel sorrowful. Ula, the Meskelar Yisrael, when he went, when Ula went up to Eretz Yisrael from Babel, Islavalei trained Ben Echazoi, two people from the town of of Chazoi from in Babel, uh, were accompanying him. They were on the same coach or wagon or whatever. They were accompanying him. 
Two people joined him. Two people from that town joined him. Come, one got up, and killed the other one. Killed the other one. He slaughtered him. And this villain, who was obviously a tough guy, just went and committed murder, looked at Ula, you know, with an eye, and he said, Yo, Safi, have I done good? Have I done good? Like I'm, you know, threatening you. you you're, you're confirming that he deserved it, right? Yeah, of course. Open up the open up the place where you the incision made. Let him bleed out quicker. In other words, like he confirmed, he says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you did good." You know, make it even bigger, make the hole bigger, so he'll bleed out quicker. When Ula came for Abiyachim, when he came up there, have I strengthened the hands of this terrible sinner? This, this sinner, look what I did because you know. He, he said, have I done good? What was I supposed to say? Yeah, yeah. And no, you were bad. You would have killed me too. I'm like, no, nafshach yourself. You saved yourself. That's okay. He was dead anyway. Katam Rabbi but Rabbi was amazed. How could somebody, how could Jews in Eretz Yisrael kill one another? Mechtik Sivit says, Manasan Hashem Lecha, Hashem will give you Sham there and Babel. Leiv Raga is a trembling heart. But Babel, all these things is a trembling heart. And Where is he going to make you, uh, give you a trembling or an angry heart? A heart that would, that would kill, that's in Babel. But here you're coming up to Eretz Yisrael. How could Jews kill one another in Eretz Yisrael? Are they really Jewish? At that point, we hadn't passed the Jordan yet. We were still in Chutzlaretz. We hadn't come into Eretz Yisrael. Jews in Eretz Yisrael don't commit one another. If they don't kill one another, if they did, probably we have to look in their ancestry. They're probably not really Jewish, right? Okay. All right. Amarava Baravuna. Whoever gets angry, he's not even concerned about God's holy countenance. Nothing means anything. Shemar says Russia could go battle, and the the villain, the the uh, the evil person in in the height of his uh, anger, Bal Yidro, she doesn't see God. God is not in all his in all his thoughts. God doesn't exist. He doesn't even concerned about God. If he's if he's angry, his whole body changes. He's not the same person. Adds on, not only not only does anger you know cause abdominal problems and causes him to forget God, but he forgets his learning also. Umosif tipshus, and he adds um, stupidity to himself. Becomes fishinamar kikas bechek silam yanuach. Where will that's also in Kellos? Where is a where does ang where does anger rest in the bosom of fools? So if you're angry, you're a fool. And the, the, the foolish person will spread out more folly, will spread out more foolishness. In other words, it just brings one, just increases his, his stupidity. We also, it's proof, if he gets angry, it's proof that his sins are greater than his merits. The person who is full of anger, person who's angry, is full of sin. Because sin, because being angry causes him to do other sins. Had the Jews not sinned, we wouldn't have needed the 24 books of the of the of the uh, Tanakh. It would have been enough to to learn all the mitzvahs. The Sefer Yeshua Bilvad because we need to, we need the Sefer Yeshua to tell us the arrangement of Eretz Yisrael. What are the boundaries of all the uh, tribes and where are the outer boundaries of Eretz Yisrael? We need Yeshua for that. We need it for geographical purposes. But the rest of Tanakh basically was given, the rest of Nevi'im Ksuvim was given as tochacha, as, as, uh, as uh, scolding, right, for our, uh, for our actions. 
In other words, we, had we not sinned, we wouldn't have needed all of the Nevi'im. Much of the Nevi'im is rebuke, right? So we wouldn't have needed it all. My time, keep Rav Chachma Rav Kos. In great wisdom is great anger. So what do we mean by that? It sounds like when Kohelis and Mishlomel say, keep Rav Chachma Rav Kos, if you're real smart, you'll also be angry, right? Keep Rav Chachma Rav Kos. He says, no. Says the Ron on the last line on the page on Amad Aleph. Turn back the page uh, to Amad Aleph for a minute. Turn back to Rav Kos. Barov Dibre Chachma Son all the wisdom of the Nevi'im that they gave us, why, what did the, why did the Nevi'im tell us all their rebuke and all their scolding and all that? Why do we need all that? Because it shows that we had angered God and this was given as rebuke. Let's say, let's say somebody makes an error by the God of Israel. We don't, we don't uh, tend to that. We don't uh, absolve them of those kinds of Nadarim because that's a very bad thing. Why? Because, uh, because that's, uh, he, he said, Ryan gives a whole reason for it, the whole machlok is whether you can or cannot, but he says, okay, because that's a very severe thing, but you swear by, by God. We'll see that's not necessarily Allah, but that's what, that's what Ravasi says. Can you go to court and say, Hang on, I'm going to tell the truth. Nothing but the truth. Okay. So here the Ron makes a difference between doing, saying it in court on a Bible, putting your hand on the Bible on a double chayfetz and saying it's Tom as a netter. Because the Ron's going to paskin, the Ron's going to bring down that, uh, that, uh, that Neskokin will tell Yisrael whether you did it with a, with a, with a Bible or not. In court, it's different because you're, they're doing it to instill your feel, fear, fear. But, um, but Tom, when you made a netter, will tell Yisrael, Ravasi says, yeah, yeah, but even it makes no difference. Ron says no difference between Shmuel and, and Netter. Even if you make it on a on a Bible, uh, you know the Tanakh. That's not uh, at the end. Of, here he says Ainus Kavon Yisrael. We're not Matur Netter if you swore by Yisrael, except for this case. Chutz Mikonim Ishdin Enesli. Man forbids his wife from having enough of me. Why she She stole my wallet. and she hit my boy. So, uh, so in a case like that, even if you swore by Yisrael, and then the nodal, and then it turns out Shalogamba, he was in, he made a mistake. She didn't steal anything, so she didn't hit the boy. So in a case like that, we're matzunetter, even though he swore by Yisrael. The line goes into all the reasons also. What do you mean? This isn't even netter. This is what's called shkaga. We said yesterday we learned the Mishnah, the first Mishnah in the Parak. It says that the foreigner you don't even need a tosham. One of his netter shkagos, he made a mistake. He made a netter on the assumption that she had done one of these terrible things and she hadn't done it. So why is that even a netter that needs in, that needs a Torah um, uh, So the Ron goes into that discussion. There's a discussion about that. And he says, you know, you don't even you need that. But um, sometimes it's speaking about where he said, I would have made the netter anyway. Whatever. It's, it's a little complicated how the Ron explains this case because... Uh, uh, but if you just learn simply, you know, because again, if it's a shkaga, you don't even need a tar sadar. So speaking about where it's not exactly a shkaga, that's why you need a tar sadar. But even though you use the okay Yisrael, uh, we're matunetter in only in that case. But other cases where you say okay Yisrael, we're, we generally don't, we're not matunetter, but we'll see this is not going to be the psak later on. Hey, this will come out. A woman came for Avasi, Avasi who held that that if you swear by okay Yisrael, you're not matunetter. I'm a law. Again, because it's a serious thing. You swore by Yisrael, we're not matanetta. That's something that we, we're, we're afraid. Again, maybe it's like an Amad Alpha. We saw if you use that as an excuse, had you known that you're going to offend God by doing it, would you have made the netter? And maybe there you won't tell the truth. So we're not matanetta there. So he said to her, this lady came for Avasi, she made a netter. She was looking for, uh, for uh, uh, to, to appeal it, to annul it. Amalei, Bamanadarta, how did you swear by Yisrael? She swore by Yisrael. Uh, Amalei, 
It said, you sworn with a kinui. And we had before Moe, who's also kinui for Moshe Rabbeinu, but here it refers to a kinui for God. She kinui, the Alma, simply as substitute word, Mr. Kinoch, then I could have annulled it for you. Now you haven't used a kinui, okay? So you swore literally by the God of Israel, I'm not going to be matronet for you. That was Ravasi Shita. Of Kana, Iklo of Be'er of Yosef, an interesting story here. Of Kana came through. The house of Rav Yosef, Amrle, Rav Yosef said, Rav Yosef was the host, Amrle, litamar mide, have, have a bite, eat something, Amrle, lo, uh, no, I won't, Mare kula, I swear by the supreme God, right, by the by the uh, almighty, right, the master of all, lo, tem lecha, lo tem, I'm not going to taste anything. Amrle, so Rav Yosef answered him, lo, no, Mare kula, by the master of all, lo, tem, you're not going to, you're not going to take, you're not going to eat anything. So what, what was that dialogue? We understand Rav Kana. Rav Kana didn't want to eat there. He didn't want to eat Rav Yosef's house. Why did Rav Yosef repeat that? I understand Rav Kana. He said, no, I'm not going to eat anything. By the, by the Almighty, I'm not going to eat. Rav Yosef, am I Omer Lo Marikula? Why did he say that? This is what he said to him. Lo Marikula? Who the comment? That's what you said? You swore by God? Therefore, you can't taste anything. In other words, this confirmed that you, when you swore by Eloke Yisrael, that confirmed with Ravasi's halacha, that we're not matronet there. However, Amar Rav Nachman, Rav said Rav Nachman, these are the later poskim, Rav said the name of Rav Nachman, who was a later poskim, Rav Yochanan, Hilchasa, poskim, the charata, we do, we do use as an opening, even charata, we said yesterday, charata, that going forward is not good enough, you have to regret the whole thing from the beginning, and, you know, with a, with a, uh, an excuse that, had I realized this, I should have realized it, but you overlooked this matter, that would have been here. He said, even Bacharata, Israel. And you could also uh, attend to people who made who made a shwur with Lake Israel. And here's where the Ran goes on to say the Ran in the wide lines here. They don't post but he brings different sheets. And the second of the wide lines in the in Ran. Whether he's holding a Bible or uh, uh, we say a Bible meaning. What do we have in this week's parsha? Uh, Abram told Eliezer, "Put your hand on my bris mila," because he didn't have a, a Bible then, right? So he put it on a holy object. Whether he had it or like you point out, it's only important where where you're swearing in front of the court. You may let to scare he brings down from a gong. He cites several here. So here brings down, Ryan goes on to Vinyana Machlokas, whether we're Maternator in a case like that, whether using a Pesach and Lekai Yisrael or not. Here is a discussion about Lekai Yisrael. But Rav Nachman said very simply, Allah is that we are Posech Bacharata and we are Posech by, uh, even if he made the nail Lekai Yisrael. Now here, we said, we, we spent a lot of time talking today about how anger is no good, right? Um, we said, uh, we got into that because we said, we talked about Rishon, right? We said that if you make an editor, you're a Russia, don't use that as a Pesach. And from there, Rabbi Yochanan says, if you get angry, right, we talk about a Russia, then you are like a Russia because, you, because if you are angry, you will wind up, you're like a Russia, and you will wind up in Gehenna. So it's very bad to get angry. Angry is a bad thing, uh, and, and it causes uh, people to kill one another, and it causes abdominal pains, etc. So anger is no good. 
But now let's look at the next piece of Gemara. Mishdabachle, Rabbalah of Nachman. This happens often, we see this in Shas, that one rabbi tells another rabbi, oh, this is a good student here. We got a good guy coming up. He's in the minors now, but he's he's coming up to the majors. He's, this guy is going to be a big rabbi. Mishdabachle, Rabbalah of Nachman. Rabbalah told Rabbalah of Nachman, Rabbalah Schora. says, you know what? This Rabbalah Schora, Adam Gadalu. He's a good student. He's a big man. He's going to be great. I'm alone. So Rav Nachman said, okay, when he comes by, bring him, bring him to me. I'd like to meet him. I'd like to meet this new up-and-coming student, this new rabbi. Now this Rav Schora, this rabbi, he had a netter to be matzer. He had made a netter, even though we said you're not supposed to make netter, but maybe he met at L'shem Shemayim, like you said with the Nazir, or he did it to, to encourage himself. But he said, whatever it was, he made a netter. So he had a netter to be matzer. Also came for Rav Nachman. Again, Rav, uh, Rav Nachman had said to Rav, when he comes to you, bring him over here. He came over to many So Rav Nachman was looking to be Matar for him. He said, when you made the netter, did you realize at the time, you should have foreseen this, did you realize such, so and such and so and such? I'm like, hey, yeah, I would have made the netter anyway. He was honest. He didn't say, had I realized this, I wouldn't have made the netter. He says, no, I would have made the netter anyway. I'm an honest person. What about, had you realized so and so and so and so and such, which you should have foreseen that? Ain't hey, I would have made it. Yes, I did foresee that. And I made the net anyway. Kamnazimin, it happened several times he did that. And Rav Nachman wasn't able to find a petach. a petach. And he felt frustrated, ikbid. So he got upset. Mm. He was particularly, he got upset. Now, it doesn't say he got angry. He got upset. Ikbid Rav Nachman. Amalei said, Zilkach, go, go back to your marquee, you know, like the, the opening in front of your uh, in front of your house there, like the ante room in front of your house. Get out of here, I can't help you. Nafik Rav Shor, went out. Upasach And based on what has happened, he, he had his own Pesach. Now the Ram points out he wasn't matronetter himself, because says, you shouldn't break your own ones, you have somebody else to break it. He shouldn't break his own netter. We learned yesterday from the top of this page, you could, a relative could break a netter, but you shouldn't break your own netter. But what was the Pesach? He says, Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says in Perkei what's the proper way for a man to choose to live his life? Whichever brings glory to the person himself, and people will also praise him. People will say that, oh, look at this guy, look at this guy, right? That uh, That's going to be a nice, uh, look Look at this person. Everybody praises him. That's the kind of life you should live, as we say in Yiddish. So God and Salah, you know, to be God, God will be happy with you and people will be happy with you. That's the kind of life that you should live that brings glory to yourself and people will, be, will, will glorify you. Now that Nachman is angry at me, ah, using that word angry a little bit loosely, right? He's upset with me. I would have never made such a netter. That's that's what I should have foreseen. I should have foreseen that. Vishal and Nafshin was matter for himself, but the Ron points out not literally himself. The Ron here is in um uh let's see, the Ron is uh, the second line on Khafkim Lambaral from the next page, uh, the upcoming page. He shouldn't break He found an opening. He said, Oh, I himself. And then he went to some other rabbi. I said, Look, here's a good Pesach. I, I would, all these circumstances I foresaw, but I should have foreseen that I'm going to make Nachman angry. I won't be able to find the rabbi, I won't be able to find a heter. And because of that, I'm going to upset him. And because of that, that was a good ned. That was a good Pesach. Another story of Shimon the son of Rebbe, 
You see, great rabbis made the darim, probably, the, you know, like we said, the Shem Shemaim. Also, Kamei came for the rabbis. Again, the same kind of a story. Did you foresee this? Had you had you known that this was going to happen? Would you have made this netter? Did you? I'm like, yeah, I would have made the net anyway. Again, the same thing he said times. The rabbis couldn't find a heter. And they went, they were, they were walking, they were strolling back and forth. From the sun into the shade. They were walking back and forth from the sun to the shade, the shade to the sun. They were like walking around. And Amalei, uh, Bitness, that was his name. Here's another sign. Bitness Beret Abishal Ben Bitness. Here you see another sign that they named grandchildren after the grandparents. I always said that, right? And he said it many times in Shas. And you have it in Tanakh also, Ben Badat, Baden, Ben Blandes, maybe by going. But anyway, you see that grandchildren named after grandparents, you just don't know were they dead or not. And I always say the assumption, I think the assumption is that they were alive, except today the Ashkenazim have taken on the custom of not naming after alive uh, grandparents, either for fighting or Ayn Har or whatever it was. So he told them, Mina So again, this Rashim uh, Rebbe, when he, and Rashim Rebbe was a great, uh, great Tamil and he made a netter. And they couldn't find an uh, opening. He says, yes, I, I foresaw that. Of course, I foresaw it. I knew what I was doing. I made that anyway. Had you known, Mina Darta Adaita, he said to Mina Darta Adaita, the Mitzara Rabbanam, did you make an error on the assumption that you are troubling the rabbis, Mitul, Shimshim, Shimshim, Latul, you're making them go back and forth all day and they can't find an answer. And you're making them, you're making them suffer. Here it's didn't use Lashon of Ikbid. But Nachman was Ikbid, he was, he was upset about it. You know, he said, like, leave me alone. He didn't get angry, but he was upset. Sometimes you are, it's good to be upset, but not good to get angry. Um, so, he says, no, I wouldn't have made that. And this witness, uh, was based on that, based on that. Now here the Ron points out, we'll stop here, but here the Ron points out another thing. We're going to see later on in today's daf, and it's based on the Gemara later on in Samach Dalet, that ain't post-Mobinola. We said today that you could post in Becharata and But the idea is, is that you're saying, had you realized this at the time of the netter, didn't you just, didn't you just overlook this? It's like you overlooked the fact, didn't you overlook when you made the netter, didn't you overlook that this and this were going to be the circumstances? If he says, yeah, I, I knew it was going to happen. I made the netter and you don't have a Pesach. But he says, no, I overlooked it. I should have realized it. But if a new circumstances came, new circumstances came up. I made the netter based on based on that. I, I, I knew this was going to happen. Yesterday, Moshe, you brought up the case that I made the pledge based on the fact that uh, I, you know, I was doing well in the stock market, and then the stock market, yeah, market changed. Crashed. But you could have, but you could have realized that the mar- the markets do crash. People forget that. The young people don't realize it. They they forgot two thousand eight. They forgot nineteen ninety nine. They forget all the eighty uh, seven. They forget all the uh, all the crashes. But you should have realized it. But here's something that, if it's something that's that couldn't have been foreseen, ain't posthumanol by a new circumstance. Not so. The question over here is: the Ron says, so "Isn't this Nola? Did he know that the rabbis, you know, that this rabbi was going to be upset? Was could he have could he have anticipated that if he's not going to have a heter for his netter, the rabbi will be upset or the rabbis will be suffering walking back and forth? He says yes. The Ron says he could have he could have uh, uh, um, realized that he should have realized that. The Gemara is going to say also because it's very common. The Gemara says isn't best for Nola. The answer is no. It's very common. Should have realized that rabbis rabbis get upset. Rabbis uh, don't necessarily have long tempers. But I'm trying to say that there's a difference here between being angry 
which I think is almost a physical thing, and being a little bit upset about something. I think you know, anger involves not just being upset in your mind, it involves your whole body, as we see it affects your whole body being angry. So sometimes it's right to be upset about something. You should take action. You shouldn't just say, let everything go, but you shouldn't get angry about it. And that's, I think, the difference over here. And that's what the Ron says in the, where the lines begin to get narrow in the Ron on this page. It says, that a person like a great man like Rav Nachman will get angry. Here, here the Ryan used the Russian ear, ear stuff. They'll get upset. So we have similar contradiction. You're not supposed to get angry, but the rabbis do get upset. So I think you have to make a difference between getting upset and you know show angry and and uh, demonstrating great anger. And that's something that's got to be avoided. All right, we'll pick up from here tomorrow from Rabbi Shmuel, uh, also in the seventh line, just like we started the seventh line today. Good. 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 Good.